Welcome to Christian Financial Perspectives, where you're invited to gain insight, wisdom, and knowledge about how Christians integrate their faith, life, and finances with a biblical worldview. Here's your host, Christian investment advisor, financial planner, and coach, Bob Barber. Welcome to another episode of Christian Financial Perspectives. This is episode 121. Bob, what do you got for us today? I have something very special today. Yeah? As the time when this is going to come out, okay, we're right about two months from the midterm elections. Oh, boy. Okay. And that is really big this time. Yep. These midterm elections are more important than ever. Okay. So I have a program today. Mm-hmm. It's gonna the it's gonna the the title is gonna be interesting. Okay. 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 Voting right, investing left, and hopefully millions of Christian our, our Christian brothers and sisters will come mm-hmm. out and vote for candidates that that align leading, with their values. Yeah, as align Christians. with their values. Align yeah. with Christian principles because we need that back in our country. Yeah. And. Uh, I just I worry many times about our country. I don't like to worry. Yeah. I know Scripture says not to worry, but and I know God's in ultimate control of it all. So, Sean, I want to ask you a question. Why do you vote? That's a good one. Well, I vote because it is both my privilege and right as a citizen. Mm-hmm. I vote because I want to elect people who align with my values as a Christian, or when that isn't an option, because sometimes it's not, at least someone who isn't against my Christian values. Yeah. And I want to share a quick scripture. Okay. Matthew 22, 37 through 38. This is right after the the Pharisees and whoever else was trying to trick Jesus. They asked him, well, Jesus, what is the most important commandment? And Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart and your with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And in verse 39, and the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. Mm-hmm. Now, I say that because our primary focus as Christians could be summarized from those verses as love God and love people. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that means we should sit idly by when we have the freedom in this country to vote mm-hmm. for elected officials in our government. Mm-hmm. Our country was founded on the principles of freedom of religion. And since and since I don't want to ever see that taken away for myself, my children, mm-hmm. Or my grandchildren, I always vote according to my Christian values. Amen. I'm, I'm glad that you do so, that. Yeah. Bob, question to you then. Why do you vote? <laughs> well, Sean, I, I vote because um, I love my country. Yeah. I love the Lord. And um, I want our country to be run by pro-life, uh, pro-family, pro-marriage candidates to have Christian values mm-hmm. and believe in freedom. And you know how I love free enterprise. Yeah. So that believe in free enterprise and limited government. I don't believe it's the government's job to do everything for us. Right. Yeah, there's some yeah. there's a purpose to government. There's a purpose to government. It should be very limited. And I believe God puts in governments and I believe governments are of God because it creates order. Okay. Yeah. Um, but limited government, limited taxation, I believe taxation can be a form of thievery if mm-hmm. it's not done correctly and it's not done correctly today. Yeah. I mean you're taxed more the more you make at the percentages. That's not fair. It's not a fair it doesn't make it's any not sense. a fair game. And it doesn't provide incentives for people to continue to grow either. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That one person would have to give up forty percent of their income and another has to give up five percent of their income. That's not a fair taxation. No, it doesn't okay. make sense. 
Um, and I, I want to vote for people that, uh, that will abide by the U.S. Constitution. I think it's a great written document, and it's, yeah. I, I, I think they knew what they were doing yeah. when, they, when they did it. So I, I really vote, Sean, because of my values and what I believe in. So we vote because of our values and what we believe in. I do. And what's interesting, because this is Christian financial perspectives, yeah. is I think voting carries over in investing. Because we, if we vote for a pro-life, pro-family candidate, yet we invest differently, what are we doing? We're, we're, we're yeah. double-minded. And, it, and, and so it, voting with your investments has to do with everything, yeah. in my opinion. And I always ask the question, I want to ask this, and I want you to think about this question. Would it bother you to know that many of the companies that you do business with and you invest in or own in your investment portfolio are supporting many of the liberal agendas and causes that you vote against. It should bother you. Companies that, think about this, do you own companies in your investment portfolio that support things like abortion and the LGBTQIA+, I know that keeps getting longer, that are involved in pornography and gambling, tobacco, and the violation of human rights. Mm. You know, companies use shareholder dollars to push liberal social agendas, giving money to candidates promoting these agendas along with alienating customers and investors with alternative hmm. viewpoints. So, for example, would you vote for a candidate that aligns with your values and then give money to their opponent's political campaign? Well, the answer, of course, is no. You wouldn't do that. No, you wouldn't. So, the main question of today, Bob... Does it make sense to vote with your values and invest against your values? Say that mm. one again. Does it make any sense to vote with your values and invest against your values? And I call that voting, voting right, right and investing, investing left. left. Literally, Sean, millions of conservative voters are unknowingly supporting the leftist liberal agenda by how they invest within their IRAs, their company retirement plans, government retirement plans, and brokerage accounts. Remember, Sean, I did say unknowingly. Right. I don't think anybody would do this knowingly unless yeah. profit is more important than principle. Yeah. Well, we run across this all the time, Bob. People who found us, you know, maybe because they were looking for a Christian financial advisor, mm -hmm. and they find us, and they've never heard of faith-based investing or investing with your values or like what we do here, biblically yeah. responsible investing. That's correct. But for the most part, when Christians are calling us and they hear about it for the first time, the typical response is, I had no idea. No, exactly. I don't, I don't believe any Christian with a biblical worldview would ever intentionally invest to support the leftist liberal agenda, Sean, um, because they vote against those causes. And right. So that it doesn't make sense to be on one side and the other. Right. Why would right. you vote this way and then invest this way? You're getting nowhere mm -hmm. when you when you do that. But you know, Sean, it takes a conscious effort yeah. to invest according to your biblical principles. So my my question to Christian voters 
for this program today is this. Isn't it time to align how you vote with how you invest? Vote right, invest right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I believe the time is right. I believe it's been right for a long time, as you know. Um, I have been supporting biblically responsible investing for years, but still, mm -hmm. Sean, it's still a new word. Yeah. And it's value. People are calling it values-based yeah. investing. Well, to clarify, at Christian Financial Advisors, we use a type of values-based investing methodology called biblically responsible investing. And biblically responsible investing helps you avoid investing in companies that give money to and support liberal causes that want to take away our basic human rights and freedoms. Companies that support destructive behaviors and lifestyles. Companies that make money on gambling, tobacco, alcohol, pornography, and abortion. Companies that give their money uh-oh, i got to keep up with my notes. Companies that give their money to and support organizations like Planned Parenthood that take away human lives in their most vulnerable state and without educating the mothers on their options. Yeah, and companies that are pushing the LGBTQ plus agenda to our youth. So biblically responsible investing wants to stay away from those companies while at the same time, let's find companies that have pro-life values. Right. And companies that want to make the world a better place. Companies that treat their employees with fair pay. Companies that offer good insurance benefits, retirement plan, and time off for their families. Companies that will provide a safe working environment. Companies that have good employee training programs. Companies that are compassionate towards their employees' needs. And finally, companies that care about God's creation, i.e. the environment. So we call this values-based investing, uh, biblically responsible investing. It's been around for a long time. As a matter of fact, mm. it's been around for about 27, 28 years now. Mm. But it's still a lot of people have, have not heard of it. Yeah. In the beginning, Sean, we called it morally responsible investing. Okay. And the, the one that, that came up with this term was from the Timothy plan, Art Alley. Mm -hmm. uh, he's still alive today, and, and I love this brother. Um, he lost his son a couple of years ago to to uh, cancer. So uh, Art's at the head of the Timothy yeah, plan again. Yeah. Um, but then he changed that term a couple of years later because morally responsible investing, he was starting to find, well, morals are defined differently, Yeah, unfortunately, today because yeah. truth has become relative where it's not. Yeah. And he changed that term from morally responsible investing to biblically responsible investing because God's word doesn't change. Gotcha. Just the same. And that helped kind of set it apart between morally responsible could mean a lot of different things to different people. That's right. Gotcha. So, and many refer to this type of investing as values-based or faith-based investing. But be careful, though, is not all values-based or faith-based investing are created equal. Be sure you know both the negative and the positive screens involved before making a decision, like what we just mentioned earlier. Yeah, and um, there's there, it is not... You need to understand that biblically responsible investing, faith-based investing, values-based investing is not, what do we call it, the EG? ESG. ESG yeah. investing. In, right. Environmental, social, social governance. Yeah. yeah. It is not that type of investing at all. Yeah. And this has always about been about, this type of investing has always been about helping Christians with conservative, pro-family, uh, pro-life values align their investments with their beliefs. Amen. So, so, Bob, how long have you been involved with values-based investing? I know you mentioned earlier mm -hmm. in the episode that 
It's been around for 27, 28 years, but what about you? For about 29 years. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it, so it started many, many years ago with mm-hmm. me. Um, I can go back to the deep history, but that's a whole nother yeah. segment that we could I do. I believe we did an episode on, yeah. on the history we, of we it. We did, yeah. but, but it really started um, with my beliefs many years ago when I became a financial advisor and what was I investing in. Yeah before the Timothy plan even came about. Yeah. So um, I've been there from the beginning. I can I can name the first four or five people that were involved in biblically responsible yeah. investing. I was I was one of them. And then but since then it's been really fun and encouraging to watch this movement grow yeah. from four or five of us to thousands of us yeah. now. And well, I'm sure the choices had to be a lot more limited when you first started, right? But they were limited to small cap value and a bond fund. That was yeah. it. Those two yeah. those two areas and you know in investing there's so many other sectors. But yet now it's expanded to include nearly every asset class. Every asset class there is. It's gone from a few thousand dollars to billions and billions of dollars. Yeah. Many of the the biblically responsible mutual funds, ETFs out there have opened up Wall Street, you know, rung yeah. the bell. Yeah. So that's that's exciting to see. So today yeah, for sure. We, Just to see more people getting involved in that. And that means all those billions of dollars, those are dollars that are being invested in a way that align with our values, align with our values as Christians, as believers. So when you're voting right, you can invest right. Exactly. Also that and so there's I've just watched this grow into, you know, not just the stocks, but the ETFs, the the, the mutual funds. And um, it's really fun to see this grow. And I want you to know that you can vote right and invest right at the same time. You don't have to vote right and invest left. So there are choices. And we want you to know that we'll help you uh, with those choices. We have the technology today also to go in and take a look at your present portfolio. Right. And there's uh, several um, programs that we use, and we can actually show you from your investments how much you may be supporting the liberal agenda and yeah. not know it, and you <laughs> it is surprise yeah. you. And, and that's been encouraging too. Just not just the investment options that are specifically targeted towards biblically responsible investing, but like you said, the technology was so limited at first, mm-hmm. and now the tools that we have available to actually see like what's going on like what what is either positive or negative with these companies so with all that being said instead of voting right and investing left you can now vote right and invest right today easier than ever before so bob i guess really the only question left is this what are you waiting for to our listeners what are you waiting for If you want to know how, just give us a call or text us at 830-609-6986 or visit us on our website at christianfinancialadvisors.com. And as always, thank you so much for joining us, whether you were listening or watching us online. And God bless you. We invite you to listen to all of our past episodes covering many financial topics from a Christian perspective. To make sure you don't miss any of Bob's upcoming episodes, you can subscribe to Christian Financial Perspectives on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or Amazon Music. To learn more about integrating your faith with your finances, visit ChristianFinancialAdvisors.com or call 830-609-6986.
Investment advisory services offered through Christian Investment Advisors, Inc., DBA Christian Financial Advisors, also known as Christian Financial Advisors Management Group, a registered investment advisor. Comments from today's show are for informational purposes only and not to be considered investment advice or recommendations to buy or sell any company that may have been mentioned or discussed. The opinions expressed are solely those of the host, Bob Barber, and his guests. Bob does not provide tax advice and encourages you to seek guidance from a tax professional. While Christian Investment Advisors believes the information to be accurate and reliable, we do not claim or have responsibility for its completeness, accuracy, or reliability.